Welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I want to talk about how you should never, ever be the coach for your kids. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome back to this episode of uh, I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I want to talk about how you should never, ever be the coach of your kids. So this goes back to um, myself, uh, always been uh, athletic, uh, always played uh, sports. I was that kid that you really couldn't get to sit down and play video games, or if I was playing video games, I was playing video games around sports, whether it was uh, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, or Tecmo Bowl, or even bowling, something competitive, not just guys beating each other up, as a lot of these games are today. just always kind of been that jock, if you would. Uh, growing up, I grew up near a beach. Uh, I was always on a bicycle. I would ride my bike down to the beach. And uh, by the time I was probably about 13, I would say, uh, you couldn't, from 13 to probably 23, uh, it was, if I had free time, just know I was at the beach playing some volleyball. Uh, for years after that, uh, I played competitive flag football um, also, so uh, always played sports, very competitive, um, just to get a picture. So why is it that I say never coach your kids? Um, I, my wife a couple years ago, when he started playing soccer, the, the older one, he was the youngest one playing soccer, three years old. Uh, I don't even think he was supposed to be on the team. It was for four years old and, and up. He, uh, We got through that first season. At that age, you're just happy if they stand on the field. Literally, if they touch the ball during a season, you're happy. My son was probably one of the more aggressive kids. But by the end of the season, I remember that last game, he, didn't even, he just wanted to leave. He didn't even want to be on the field. Uh, and I just told him that was unacceptable. I mean, you're here to support your teammates, and and whether you want to play or not, we're not leaving. Uh, he got his trophy that day, uh, participation trophy, and he actually slept with his trophy for four or five days after that. Like, he thought it was like, oh, my gosh, I got a trophy, which is kind of amazing psychology to me, uh, the reward system, which I can talk about in a whole other episode reward the behavior you desire if you haven't picked up my book be the dad you wish you had 40 powerful lessons becoming a powerful dad you can do so at be the dad you wish you had.com quick little plug there and that's one of the lessons reward the behavior you desire so when he got this trophy the next year you know we had another season and my wife says hey he's gonna do soccer again uh, and I had just broken my ankle so we get to soccer, or I didn't even go to the first game. I'm like, he didn't even want to be on the field last time. I'm like, my ankle's throbbing. 
when I say broken, it was broken. It wasn't like a slight fracture. It was totally done. And uh, like I'm not, it happened like a week earlier and I was in so much pain that I was like, although I love being at everything, I wasn't going to this particular game. She comes home, he says, she says, you won't believe what happened. We had missed the first couple practices because we were on vacation. Uh, literally, he shows up to the first game, and the coach says, where'd this ringer come from? Because he scored five goals. <laughs> Astonished, shocked, excited all at the same time. As a parent, because my son just like became Pele overnight. So, let's just say it was a great season. He thoroughly enjoyed it. But I'm not much of a soccer player, fan. I don't really even understand the game. And at that age, what do they really know anyway? So, I obviously went to every game in practice after that. I didn't want to miss a thing. So, the next season, just some six months later, my wife says... Hey, I signed you up to be his coach. <laughs> and I said, coach, why Why me? She's like, you'll love it. You, The kids will love you. You'll love it. And I was like, eh, I don't know about all that. I love my kid. And I am competitive. And they are five years old at this point. This is, uh, I don't know if this is in alignment. She's like, you coach adults in life. I'm sure you can handle a bunch of five-year-olds. I have three rules in coaching. Uh, is there are some simple things in in soccer, some basics. Uh, my first rule as a coach to five years old, five year olds was this: Take kids, we're here to have fun. <laughs> That's rule number one. How many of you like rule number one? They're all like, yeah. Rule number two: This is soccer, so we only touch the ball with our feet. Understood? Yes. So no picking up the ball. Just kick it with your feet. I said, you guys understand? They're like, yes. And number three, you see that little net over there? The whole object is to get the ball over there. And we're going to have fun doing it with our feet. And that was the rules for the season. There are five. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of laughs. We did a lot of silly drills where they chased each other around with balls, learning to dribble and not touching with their feet. But that was essentially the season. I have to say it was probably one of the better experiences I've had as a parent uh, is coaching my son. The challenge is he was always used to my full undivided attention and he had to share it. And I don't think he necessarily enjoyed me coaching all of the other kids uh, and giving them attention that they deserved as players on the team. So there's that challenge in that balance, but it's good for him to recognize that uh, although I am his father, uh, parenting is a team sport and we got to help each other out as parents. So you may understand at this point that I don't believe that you should never coach your kids. But what I do believe is that you should have your place. If you're going to be the coach, be the coach. If you're going to allow somebody else to coach your child, i.e. you get them involved in a sports league, you allow those coaches to coach. If you do not like the coach... If you don't agree with the coach's philosophy, 
If you don't agree with the coach's demeanor, uh, you are always very capable of sharing that with uh, the coach in a nice way on the side or and or you're allowed to remove your kids from that league. That's my opinion. But these parents who shout and disagree and yell and try to coach from the sidelines their kids without being involved um, and yelling at the coach or disagreeing with what the coach says, if you don't like it, go coach yourself. That's my opinion. Now, here's here's my other thought around this. And, and I had a lot of time on my hands this past week. We got some work done in, in the house. And when you're painting, you have nothing to do but think. Either listen to podcasts or think. My thought was this. I had an amazing coach in high school, uh, which taught me a lot of discipline, a lot of hard work. Um, but he really expressed and showed his love for the game, but his players also. So we ended up, and, and this is a sport of volleyball. So he was my coach my sophomore and junior year. We were uh, champions my sophomore year, junior year. We lacked as a team, not not coach's fault. We lacked as a team discipline, and we won all the tough matches but lost to the teams we should have destroyed. We played to the opponent. Um, and our our stretch down the end of the season, we started off 6-0. We lost in the middle uh, a lot of games, and our late-season run was just short of making the playoffs, or I think we would have won another championship. Going into my senior year, my coach was unable to coach us due to other commitments. Uh, but I remember this. After every game, I'll mind you, for those of you who may not know, I, I grew up without a father. So the coaches in my life were very important. So when I say don't coach your kids, this is not what I mean. If, if you can coach and coach from the sideline and give great feedback, your job is to see what's going on in those fields or those courts and assist at home by reinforcing what the coach said. If you don't agree with the coach, you reinforce your family values in regards to that sport and what you expect of your kids on that court or field. So my senior year, my coach that we acquired by default, some guy who just wanted a paycheck, didn't coach us, he gave us volleyballs, and we had so much talent, and it was my senior year, and all I wanted to do was win, 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 because we had the ability to do so. We, we had our best regular season record, we were 13-3, and three, and that almost after every game, at some point, I would get on the phone with my previous coach and let him know what was going on and my frustration with the lack of discipline. And he would always coach me and he says, you're the leader of the team, lead the team. Be the leader that you are. That's what parents should be doing at home. Reinforcing the leadership skills at home that you believe in your kids. So we made it to the playoffs and my coach, my, my former coach was able to make it to our first playoff game. And we're in a, a, a match, we're struggling, we're back and forth. 
for those of you who don't know, volleyball consists of multiple games. It's called a match, kind of like tennis. And when you, it's the best of three. At the time, it wasn't, you, you played the 15, but you had to win by two. And I think the score was 17-16, and I was back to serve. Um, and I looked to my old coach, which was on the right-hand side of the gym, and he always coached me. And he, he was coaching me then. He was telling me where to serve. And the signal he gave me was you go for the win. I want you to serve this right down the line. And I wanted to hit the line and you're going to go on to the next game. And I looked over to my other coach and he's just over there in La La Land, my actual coach. And I threw the ball in the air and I jump served it as hard as I could right down the line. And the guy let it go. And I thought we just won the game. And it hit less than an inch outside of the court. I looked over to my current coach, the guy who was getting paid, and he had his head down and he's shaking it back and forth like, how can my best player make such a mistake at such a critical time? Then I looked over to the coach who I had won championships with and who was actually coaching me. And he gave me the nod and he had the biggest smile on his face. And he goes, you went for it. Don't worry about it. Get your head back in the game. As a parent, you got to believe in your kids. As a coach, you have to believe in your players. My coach, not the guy who was getting paid, believed in me. It's what a coach does. As a parent, you have to believe in your children. And if you don't believe in what the coaches are doing that are in your child's life, either get new coaches or if that's not the case, you can't control that. Be that silent coach from the sideline who empowers them at home, who talks to them about integrity and discipline and Belief in self and encourages that. Because it matters. My paid coach never knew that I talked weekly, almost nightly, to my old coach. He had no clue because he didn't sit there and call him up and say, Hey, what are you doing to this team? They got so much talent, you should be doing it this way. You just continue to coach from a distance. So I encourage you, whether you're on the sideline or you're at home, always continue to coach and encourage your kids. I don't know jack about parenting, but that makes a lot of sense to me. We'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, be the dad you wish you had at be the dad you wish you had.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.